second season of The Drivers. Uh, very exciting times. Yes, trumpets and here we are. Um, we've learned a lot and hopefully uh, we get through this season unscathed and everyone gets a little bit more learned. But Uncle Steve, uh, I, I know you're joining us again for season two, so thank you for renewing the contracts that equal absolutely nothing in terms of monetary value, but lots of laughs and shits and giggles. What? There was a contract? Well, uh, we got it signed <laughs> while you were sleeping, which isn't creepy at all, uh, but it's done. All right. It's done. Locked yeah, in. Locked in. Locked in for at least another week. Um, but look, um, we're, we're, we're back with this crazy jaunt. Uh, if you haven't listened to the last uh, end of season season for season one, check it out. That was a riot. Um, and let's go into big 2019 with a bit of a banger um so i am sean on the other side line we have uncle steve and we cover everything that's good fun and basically ballistic and a little bit broken about the automotive industry on a fairly regular basis so let's hook into uncle steve and i just want to start off with some of these uh i just want to bring your attention should i say to some of these new cars that are launching this year uh, that you can get hot and spicy about so we've got the supra uh, slash Z4 hitting the market sometime this year, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we're talking about that at length at, at various parts. So that'll be good and bad and sad and happy all at the same time. We, we have the the sexy, sexy, actually, I actually quite dig it, the new AMG A45, and there's A43, and there'll be a CLA, yeah. everything else, because, you know, what's the standard Benz these, these days if it is an AMG? Uh, and we have the uh, Porsche coming out with the Taycan. Uh, so we're going to get a little bit zappy, yep. zappy in the in the in the uh, big uh, sports car world. So that'll be a bit of fun. Uh, BMW uh, actually have a plethora of new cars coming out. They've got the uh, eight series coupe, uh, which is going to be, I think, fairly horn in the flesh. I think I'm going to dig that car a lot. Yeah, um, that I'm excited about. Everything yeah, else, I, not I, really. I just like big I'm excited. Maybe it's just me. Um, and uh, and they've got the X7, which is your cut price uh, Rolls Royce Cullinan, uh, so <laughs> the SUV for life. Um, I, I tell what's really funny. I was at the news agent literally yesterday, and I saw a magazine literally called SUVs, and the whole thing was chock packed full of SUVs. Yeah, it was amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah. I suppose it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Oh, the uh, mainstream mags were already covering enough SUVs to satisfy that need, but uh, I guess there must be a whole market of people out there that are just frothing at the thought of everything SUV. Yeah, apparently not uh, enough news. Uh, and we've got the new Wrangler with its one-star safety rating coming out, so <laughs> nothing's changed yes. since 1953, <laughs> so good times there. Um, and, and look, uh, you've got to get excited about Nissan bringing out something old and something new again they're they're, they're releasing the nissan terra uh which has got like the actual pathfinder which is based off the navara that can actually do off-road stuff as opposed to the pathfinder they can't do jack shit so whoop, go nissan um so look um there's some there's some crazy crazy stuff coming out and like i said beam has got a whole whole bunch of craziness um but look i, I want to bring your attention to a really important release this year it's it's the uh mm. it's the brand new does anyone give a really heck about Lexus RC? Did anyone actually buy or drive that car? Does anyone actually care? There's an update coming out this year. I've seen two <laughs> on the road. <laughs> Both demos. So you know, there, there's a couple 
somewhere. Um, well, and you know what? I think it's a real shame because it's actually a pretty good-looking car. Hey, look, I, but... I, you know, the reviews all say that it doesn't really stack up to its competitors, but sure, surely it's not a bad car. I'm sure it's really good. But and I you know, the, I had the pleasure of uh, owning or, or, or partial ownership of a uh, M4. Uh, for a, for a month, followed directly by a RCF, and honestly, the RCF made me smile and happy every single day because it was just it wasn't sluggish, but it it was like softer than the M4. It made all the right noises. The back would step out and not trunk through like the M4 did, and I actually really, really, actually half liked the RCF. Just don't tell anyone. Um, yeah, yeah, legitimately. <laughs> hey, I'm. I'm I reckon they've got really dramatic styling uh, that uh, do, can't seem to really pull off all that well. They don't do drama all that well. Uh, the Merc equivalents and the Audi equivalents all look fairly bland by comparison. I think it's cool. I, didn't, I wish that more people would take them a bit more seriously so that Lexus would have a bit uh, more confidence what, um, in giving it yeah, it's true. You know why I actually really liked it? And this is, this is going to strike a chord with you. It reminded me of an old school Sora. <laughs> it, it did, though. It was uh, just like okay. long bonnet, real drive, V8. Like, it was just, it was, it was a Sora. I'm like, oh, look, they made a Sora and didn't tell anyone. That's <laughs> <laughs> what they should have called it. Just, just gone straight to an yeah. SC. And, and then, you know, the whole have been at peace because they wouldn't have finished the SC with that god awful thing that they I, did. I like that hard top convertible abortion. Thank you. No I one think, liked it. No I saw one. one. Literally the other day, <laughs> I saw one literally yesterday, and I was like, "Oh, they're not too bad." <laughs> Terrible. They're just the worst. Like honestly, like name an uglier. More than one hundred thousand dollars when it was new convertible. Go, uh, you know, I I don't know. There's got to be there's got to be something worse out there, surely. No, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> there actually isn't. It's it's literally. But you the know worst. what was what was cool about that is people actually bought that thing. Yeah, like eight. Um, and if you jump on any like for sale website at the moment, you'll probably find that like. Six of those eight are currently for sale for like five grand because hey, no one we wants are, them. We are looking for a project car for the channel. So, you know, that, there you go. Let's get ourselves an SC430 and try and make it try and make it tolerable. I, uh, I leave it stock, honestly. I, I think they're great. I think they're great. But. <laughs> but but in talking about Japanese uh, uh, new fans, like Singapore's <laughs> would own an SC430, my friend. I, uh, I you know what? I, no, I won't, I won't go far as that statement. But exciting news: <laughs> Nissan are releasing a brand new GTR. It's a special edition GTR. Let me just add because you know we we have to have the same GTR for the last fifty two years going on. But but <laughs> wait for it. It's not a Nismo. It's not a it's not a nod to its uh, you know GT three and and uh, GT five hundred touring successes. It's not a it's not a PlayStation edition. Uh, it is a Naomi Okasaka special. 
What? Uh, uh, who? Naomi Osaka. <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me about the um, ITEL design version, and I was going to say, dude, old news, but well, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, basically, about. Naomi Osaka uh, is the Haitian-Japanese lady. Uh, not a Haitian-Croatian. This is a <laughs> Haitian-Japanese lady uh, who beat Serena Williams <laughs> in the US Open last year. And it turns out the Japanese lover and the name of GTR after and she got her own special edition. Okie dokie. <laughs> it's black. I think that's like a nod to no I won't get there either. Given we've only recently been uh talking fondly uh Reebok edition Nissan Pulsars, I we can't really be too harsh and critical of Nissan. For I this would one. almost rather a Nissan added as Yeezy GTR. Carla Zampati, uh, Ford Lasers, anyone? <laughs> <laughs> or, or what, would, what, what would really be cool is like some uh, Dunlop, uh, Dunlop Volley Commodores. Oh, and what. What car would the Dunlop Volley Special Edition go with best? That's that's where it's edition. at. That's where it's at. That was a missed opportunity by HSV, let me just say. <laughs> like the HSV Havana Special, Malou. You get some double plugger Havanas. <laughs> that, Perfect. That would have been life. Absolute life. <laughs> Uh, but look, that that is coming out. So get excited about your uh, Naomi Osaka special. Uh, and, and you know what? I, I've actually I've been watching this story develop over the last couple of years. I'm so intrigued to see what Land Rover do with the new Defender because it's going to piss everybody off. But I think I think it's going to be a, a bit of all right, honestly. Oh, you don't think so? <clears throat> Well, the thing is, like Land Rover is, dare I say it, a little bit more of a sensible company than, say, Jeep. So we're not going to get the one-star safety rating built of Lego Defender that everyone fell in love with, are we? We're going to get something that's actually a good mm. car. Uh, and I don't think that's... What people um, want. I don't think that's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who, whoever bought a Defender going, oh, man, it's so comfortable. It gets such good fuel economy. It's really a practical vehicle. No one, not a person. They'll go, it's big. It'll go anywhere. But you, That's you know what it is? I think, it, I think it'll appeal to those G-Wagon buyers who can't afford a G-Wagon, who don't want a Wrangler. And we'll slot in that segment really nicely. It'll be like a quasi-luxury wannabe urban adventurer vehicle. Yeah. Range Rover already do that well enough. Like, do people really want, like, exposed rivets that badly? Oh, it's, life is all about exposed rivets, my friend. If we're, if we're not exposing <laughs> rivets, I don't know what we're Just... doing in the automotive world. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. Yeah, if it's people, not going to be true like to it, it's that's... got rivets fucking everywhere. <laughs> oh, <get laughs> don't don't you chime in with this bloody. Oh, it's got rivets. <laughs> all right, so so yeah, I, I no, I, I wasn't saying it in a negative 
way. I, I think the defender is cool because of that. But you know, if it's not utilitarian, then it's it doesn't have a place in the lineup. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Look, I, I I do get what you're saying, and, and I am a big fan of as you can tell. I like my big box off roady quasi not really vehicles. I I dig them lots. Um, and, and look, I think I think the new defender will be a good piece of kit. Um, but I think it'll be too flashy, so it'll piss off the purists. And everyone who doesn't know what it's meant to do won't buy one. They'll just buy the Wrangler or a G-Wagon, or they just won't know what the hell to do with it. But look, I guess time will tell. But yeah, it could be too flashy for the market. But hey, another thing I want to grab your thoughts on, thinking about changing the script a little bit, the RS5 is now a Sportback. Thoughts? Um... Yeah, that's what I thought. All right, moving right along. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That that feels like a bit of a not. Really? I think it's a massive. Wasn't it ready? <laughs> the world needs more standard coupe. Like just everything needs to be cooped. The fact that we're like, ah, oh, you know what we want? The world oh, needs yeah. that have four doors. That's not what we want at but, all. The, oh, look, the back end of it already looked sport backy enough that I don't think it really matters too much. Like if they're just hinging it at the top of the window instead of at the boot lid, meh, it's going to be slightly more usable. So long as it doesn't look dorky, because honestly, like the A4 sport backs look freaking awful. The side profile is just ruined. So long as they don't lose that, then I'm okay. Hmm. Yeah, look, I'm okay too. I I guess my, my upsetness comes from every coupe being a four-door these days and everyone not knowing what the hell that is. Which leads me on to the Hyundai i30N is now coming out as a fastback and the world is losing its proverbial shit because they all want one, apparently. I'm still trying to work out how Hyundai started to make fast cars and why why they're, why they're making a sportsback. Yeah, I'm sorry, a fastback. Don't want to get that too confused. Well, because they saw that Mercedes was selling a crap load of these awkward looking small uh, front wheel drive hatchback converted into weird fastback sedany type things and there's heaps of people that would love to aspire to own that but can only afford Hyundai money so I reckon they're probably really smart cashing in on that weird segment of people that lust for something more than they can afford um I, I think it's still probably a bit of a fad that will pass pretty quickly and we'll, we'll all get over it and move on. Or at least I'm Perhaps hoping I'm that's not what the happens. Demographic, Stephen, and look, correct me if I'm wrong. But if I had $50,000 to spend on a manual only car, I would not be running down to my Hyundai dealership. I'd be like looking in the local classifiers and finding me a 240Z and going and actually driving and enjoying life. But that's just me. Oh yeah, but that's a completely different mindset. Like you, you and I uh, wouldn't necessarily go out and buy a brand new car because we know that there's better value in the slightly used market, and we both have a bit of a, a inkling to steer towards classics and that sort of thing. And we don't mind driving older things, but there's plenty of people out there that are just all about new and flashy. Uh, and look, let, let's be honest, the only reason AMG sell as many cars as they do is because people like being able to say, I have an oh, AMG. Yeah. Like, P- people, honestly, people that's like it. Right like, there is no... 100%. In- 
<laughs> no one that listens to this show, but everyone else is a yeah. it, it literally comes down to, I could say I drive a Mercedes, but I'd rather say I drive an AMG so that that way I can make sure that all the Mercedes owners know that I'm better than them. Uh, which is unfortunate, but that's just the reality of it. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I think I think the rarest thing in the next five years will be someone who actually buys a non AMG Mercedes. People are like, oh, damn, you bought the standard, nice base model. Yeah, I know, I know that that's it. Like it, uh, what was once like, <laughs> you know, even if you could only afford an A class Mercedes, it was still like. Oh shit! You can buy a Merc. That's awesome. Now it's like, oh, you bought a Merc. Uh, is it an AMG at least? I, 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 I remember uh, you know, it's, it's like weird. the old C class, like '97, came out in the Esprit model, um, and that had cloth, and that was hot. I, I remember seeing one as a trade, and I was like, whoa, cloth bends. That's wicked. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm just broken. Maybe I'm just broken. But hey, a little bit of electronic vehicle news, which I'm I'm, I'm interested to see how this one plays out. Golf have had their uh, GTE, so their their electronic uh, sporty version, out in a few markets. Well, they've had the electronic e golf, and now they've got the GTE coming out as well. Um, but that should be hitting Australia about the same time. All of those Tesla Model Threes that people ordered like eight years ago are going to be hitting. <laughs> are going to be hitting the country as well. So it'll be really interesting to see how the EV market evolves over here, um, and especially in the kind of performance type get-up. Um, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see how they go. I, I quite like, enjoy driving the EVs. Um, I think they certainly bring a different kind of drive, and they're, they're, they're quick as hell. Um, that's why speed's not even a factor anymore. It's just a, the feel of the car for myself. But that, that'll, be, that'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Oh, absolutely. I think, uh, in fact, uh, I was at Sumnats oh, yes, just on the weekend. Yes. and lo- lo- Lots of yeah, Teslas. Yeah. And... <laughs> well, no, but uh, it was amazing the number of times I had a conversation with someone that went uh, straight down the path of how long do you reckon it is before we see Teslas doing uh, skids on the, the burnout pad. And, you know, all... Uh, I think I ended up saying, you know what, the sooner the better, let's bring it on. I mean, it'll be something different, something interesting. And, you know, that's the way the whole automotive sector is heading. So why not embrace yeah, hey, it right. and, and, and what's crazy <laughs> is that things like crazy fast. Like there's a dude on YouTube um, who uh, goes on highway runs and he's a uh, Model S um, in ludicrous mode. And the thing smokes like half these like, you know, thousand horsepower Corvettes like all day on the street. And he said they're going that and, and yeah. you know, he's, he's doing it like effortlessly. Like it's just smoking the left, right and center. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a crazy little, little parallel universe where we're currently playing in the automotive world and, and how fast and then everything's changing. But yeah, bring on the craziness, bring on the craziness. We're all for it. Hey, but speaking of, speaking of craziness, um, let's, let's end episode one season two because you know we're, we're big balls now with multiple seasons with because because bmw's got <laughs> such a big year ahead of him um and and honestly i think it's gonna either make or break him because i've kind of been a little bit hit or miss i've had a few real big champion vehicles i've nailed it in the last five years but nothing's really doing what benz is doing and then to to audi's credit audi have hung in there um, because they have Volkswagen money just to keep throwing at new models, um, whereas Beamer don't don't have that uh, that luxury. Yeah. But 
what is the most desirable Beamer ever in your eyes? Like, what would you love to own? Ever. I feel like we've already had this conversation well, yeah, at some I, I point. Think, I think we went down <laughs> the line of, of it was more vintage German cars. But yeah, I... Yeah, I, but look, yeah. I, the, the reason I asked is because uh, I was staring and I, I keep staring at it. They've got a, uh, a replica uh, CSL um, E9 um, at Dutton's. Yeah, in, in the wow. That was going to be yeah, my answer, I, I, so. I, I, staring at it. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I keep looking at it. And I know BMW a few years ago had the concept of relaunching that, like, or, or they had the concept homage uh, because every German company, company speaks in French, apparently. Um, but they had the the, the throat they had the throwback <laughs> to that, and that looked amazing. And if BMW could even tweak, and I, I know I know the M2 is kind of their their big entry level performance get up, and the M2 competition is like a M4 engine and an M2, and it's all kinds of whiz bang. But it's just missing spirit. Like it just doesn't. It just looks like a regular little. Hyundai's fastback, like I, I just think yeah. that's 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 just such a missed opportunity, and it makes me upset. It really does, and and that's probably why I like talking about BMW because I think the X7 is going to kill it. I'm I'm quite excited. I know I know you're not excited about SUVs at all, but I I reckon the X7 is going to be a, a great 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 vehicle, especially as it being cut price Cullen. Um, and I, I to to be perfectly fair, I think the world really needs a luxury <laughs> snowplow. Why not? I just don't think we're quite at maximum kidney grill on the front of a car yet. Like, like till till I get to the point where the whole front is just kidney grill and like the the grill, like the slots slats are like lights. That's when I'll be satisfied. Yep. And on that uh, on that breaking news, thank you, Uncle Steve. Uh, thank you, Ball Boys, uh, and Naomi Osaka for bringing tennis into our show. And let's do this all again next week. Thank you to our listeners. And uh, thank you, Thomas. Go cut this one up, buddy. Chat soon, everybody. See you soon. Thanks for listening to Season 2 of The Drivers. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit subscribe or read more online at thedrivers.co.